0: Weekend number two, the Bostonian versus the book on a Thursday. He is Dave Sheriff in the book. I'm Matt Peralt. I'm the Bostonian, and we are here on the Props YouTube channel and Twitter answering all your questions. Live chat on YouTube. You guys can get involved. Four games today, Dave. Four games today, uh, tomorrow. Big basketball day. How are you? I'm good. I'm all dressed in pee stuff
1: because I thought, uh, <laughs> I thought Purdue was playing today. I thought the Oops. Peacocks were playing
0: today. Oops.
1: Yeah. I, uh, tomorrow. It's been, been a crazy
0: morning. <laughs> <laughs> when did someone remind you that, hey, by the way, those games are tomorrow, not today?
1: Just like, now. Just now. <laughs> just now. Hey, by
0: the Thank way. You. Um, Those are tomorrow. Okay, But yeah, but Providence is playing today. So you do have Providence today. So we have one That's of the teams. That's the one. Nobody's given them a chance. Actually, you know what? Wait, they don't play today. They play tomorrow too. Thank you. No, they play tomorrow. All the peas are tomorrow.
1: All the peas are tomorrow. So you're 24 hours ahead. We're always a day ahead. That's what we do. <laughs> uh, that's, that's great. Yeah. Peacock, Drew, d- Providence. All the peas and wearing the pirate stuff. You're a P's, full. All I got.
0: You're a yeah. full day
1: ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: hey, you know.
1: You got to stay ahead of everything in the
0: book. So why did they? There, there you go. He, head of the move, right? You, you got to stay ahead of the move.
1: Always he's got to be ahead of the move. <laughs> if you're not. Then you end up, you know, in
0: a trash can with the CLV. So So our friend SoCal d is very excited about this. Eric Adams just made it official. Unvaccinated members of the Yankees and Mets will play all home games. And Kyrie Irving is now back full time with the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. There you go. So we are back. Rocking and rolling. If you'd like to look at the Nets for the rest of the season, just in time for the playoffs, like everybody predicted. Here we go with fully available rosters for The New York teams. Yes. And we get baseball to roll with that as well. So very cool. We will do all four games today and all four games tomorrow. So for those asking in the, in the chat, go through the games. Yes. We're going to go through the games. Just hold your horses. We'll get there. I promise you, we will get there. But at the moment, we're going to start the show talking about the heat and what the Holy hell was that last night, Dave? Heat are at home where you called it. You said, watch out for the Warriors resting everybody. They're going to go in the game outright. They did. They came out of the locker room with a 13 to 0 run. And then the fight breaks out yep. between Haslam and Jimmy Butler and Udonis Haslam, who still is on the roster, even though he's kind of like a coach, but he's kind of a player. He never plays, but he's kind of a coach, but he's paid like a player. So it's a very weird little hook with the heat. But he's overheard telling Jimmy Butler, I'm going to beat your ass. Come to the hallway. I want to beat your ass. Yep. <laughs> That's not a good sign for the heat, or is that just emotions late in the season, teammates needing to get away from each other?
1: I don't know. I think it's just teammates being teammates. It's just sometimes that that stuff happens. Like, you know, them losing at home to the Warriors G League team is impossible. So, <laughs> you know. Things were heated. Um, and sometimes, you know, I like it when guys check other guys, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, that's the way it, it, it was always done. I mean, you got to do that with, uh, with all kinds of things. So I'm good with it. I mean, <laughs> if you have a heat ticket, you're not good with it. <laughs> yeah. So it is, So you think it is a problem? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's, it's an isolated incident that it got caught. Um, you know, it's bolster was like he was getting heated and he don't mm. seem like a guy that gets heated. Mm. It was great. Do you I mean, do you think it's a problem?
0: No, I, I think it's just end of the year. That's all you've been around somebody too long. It's the you know, they're in the playoffs. Your seat is pretty well. I mean, they know where they're going to be. They know who they got to play. And then once the playoff starts, all that kind of like just goes away these games I mean I I think they're
1: they're leaking a little bit of oil as far as you know I mean they want to be the one seed don't they I mean (sighs) Boston might catch them that's who knows who uh, everyone might catch them they keep losing and right I I don't know I, I think it's could be a problem when NBA guys decide to play not decide to play you lose a little respect I mean in the room I think you know you show up, you got the sunglasses on, you've been hanging out to practice, and you don't play. We need you on the court. I mean, what you think there's a problem with the Lakers? When I'm in Cleveland, I'm going to play. We're going to come home, play against the Sixers. In a big game, it's on I'm not going to play. I'm going to be on the sideline, you know, hanging out. I mean, maybe Haslam's right. Maybe he would kick his ass. Actually, I'd probably make Haslam. Mine is like 250.
0: Has that old man strength. Maybe there's something to it. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. was really confident. So he might know something about Butler in terms of like he may have seen him wrestle or fight before and know that he's not yeah. that dangerous of a guy to fight because yeah. he was pretty damn adamant. <laughs> he was yeah. like, I will beat your ass. He should, he's right like, now. let's go right yeah. now. Let's go in the hallway. I will beat your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, oh, Okay. And Butler kind of backed down. He did the whole like macho thing, but didn't really actually like act on it, which is smart. And I don't know. That's, that's interesting. Well, yeah. Speaking, speaking of the Sixers, Sixers win Lakers cover, however, as we have a big on big old hashtag CLV society, trash can game last night, steam, 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 and none of it covered. It's just, you, you just see these things
1: so many times, Um, the end of that game was silly. I told you that, you know, we were texting last night and talking. I was like, you can't even, it's hard to believe people actually bet real money sometimes on this (laughs) stuff, the way you see the end of the games go. You're just like, wow. I mean, you just have to accept it, that that's part of the end of basketball games, let alone the end of basketball games in the NBA when there's, you know, things are decided. Obviously, that's why, you know, I love the playoffs so much because you're getting the same effort every single night. They're playing for something. Who knows why they're playing, you know, on a Wednesday in late March on the first game of a road trip. I mean, you just don't. Uh, (laughs) The Lakers just, I just, it's, I, I hope that they get the 10 seed and the Timberwolves get the six, seven seed and that's the play in. So we could just end the Lakers season in glory. We can all bet against them. It'll be done. And then, then we can worry about the real best.
0: Well, Sunday, I mean, that's after the loss last night, that's where the Lakers were calling Sunday's game a playoff game between them and New Orleans because New Orleans is, is the 10 seed, but New Orleans only came back yeah. of the Lakers for the nine. So the Lakers could very well wind up being the 10 seed and then they do not want to play Minnesota. Like that's... Oh, I want them to so That's nice. a bad matchup for them. That is a... <laughs> Quick exit. That is a thank you for coming. Goodbye.
1: Oh, you're going to hear every um, every guy on gambling Twitter is going to be like, how can you bet against LeBron? It's a one-game playoff.
0: It's going to yep. be, you know.
1: But they're going to have to win another game. Right. Right. They win that, then they have to win another one.
0: Correct. Yep. Um, Higher seed wins one. It's done. Got to win two games if you're the lower seed. Right. So. Good luck. Yep. I would say good luck. <laughs> I, I'm with you. Uh, by the way, Cold Brewster on Twitter wants me to tell you that you look very good today. He is a diehard Pittsburgh Pirates fan.
1: Oh, really? Thank yeah. you. This so, is an old hat. It's all beat up, but it's this was Doc Ellis's hat. This was bestowed upon me by a guy here in town. So, got to coordinate. Try
0: my best. Thank you. He's, he's saying you look very sharp today. Thank you. Bruce. So you mentioned it. The Celtics have improved to twenty-four and three over the last twenty-seven basketball games over in the, the NBA. You did it early. Over to. over to. Over to
1: what? Say it again. The last Celtics
0: are 24 and three over the last 27 games. How? Oh my God. And they now have won their fifth straight or sorry, fourth game out of five by 20 points or more. And the 14th of the season by
1: 20 plus. How the hell do you make lines on this team right now? I told you this.
0: It is. uh, I don't (laughs) know. I can't figure it out. Did you see what they shot last night?
1: No, I didn't. I saw the
0: score at halftime. I was like, oh, that's a winner. I didn't even look. They shot 54% from the floor and 52% from three last night. And Utah's a good team. I mean, they just lit them on fire. (laughs) I mean, it was un. I I just, I, I don't understand what happened. What did this team drink? In like January 1st, because it changed everything. I mean, maybe it was Schroeder. Maybe it was him. I mean, it was all him. Because to win a game against Utah 125 to 97 last night. (laughs) I mean, they rolled on rolled. They shot 50 of 84. Sorry, they they shot 59.5% from two last night. And they shot 19 of 36. Which is fifty two point eight percent from three last night. Tatum had twenty six, Brown had twenty six. The bench was a really effective. Pritchard hit three threes. It was three or four from behind the arc himself. Brown was ten of seventeen. Tatum was nine of fifteen. Ten boards for Williams, who played really well against Gobert. I said yesterday. I so said I wanted to say what they were going to do to Rudy Gobert. He had fourteen and eleven, but really was not that effective. We did not hit the Mitchell over four and a half assists. He had one in that game. Boston. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that team, except that nobody wants to play them right now.
1: Hell no! I, I'm telling you. I've been telling you and and
0: JD and all these boss, all you Boston guys. Like this basketball team's for real. Like I I bought it this morning. I bought a ten to one Celtics to win it all ticket today. I mean. So if
1: they get the one seed or even the two seed, if they only have to play that one like matchup. Yep. I mean, all of the East is going to be a bit of a gauntlet. It's going to be two rounds that you have to you're going to have to get through, but give them home court, get that place rocking again, but they have the show to travel on the road too. Correct. Like they can take that and go play. Like you see now it doesn't have to be one guy. If it's going to be Tatum, he'll light you up for 50, but if he doesn't have to, and Brown gets 26, the bench contributes. It's the defense. It's just like every other sport. When you can play defense, you can play with anybody. They got it figured out right now. I just hope so. Now, you know, that you get here the danger, and I'll throw it to you. Are they peaking too early?
0: Dawson said that to me yesterday. And I mean, there's only nine games left. Perfect. So, so like, right? I mean, I mean, I don't, this is when you want to play your best basketball. This is like the Patriots in December. Like, what are we worried about? Like, I'm not worried. Right. If we were talking about this in November or December. Right. Okay. I would say you're right. Maybe even January. It's March 24th. Like, That's yeah, I, I want to peak now. This is when you should be right peaking. Now. This is when you want to be playing your best basketball. So, no, I don't think they're peaking too early. And I, I, I think that they are. I mean, I think it's easy to sustain this level until you get to the playoffs. And then when you get to the playoffs, obviously every game is different and things change, so they'll have to adapt. But they're walking in with the potential one seed. So, I mean, they got nine games to catch Miami. They're a game and a half back of Miami. <laughs> like they're right there behind Miami. So yeah. I'd be yeah. very concerned. Lapsed,
1: I think... Um, by Miami, you know, they, they I mean, I say it all the time. He's saying in the room, like those wins early, like people say, oh, you know, you got to win late. They, they all count the same. Right. And if you had a good start, you can kind of afford a little bit of a internal strife, let down injury or whatever, because you already got the wins accumulated. Miami doesn't. They can end up the four seed, you know, right now. That's a team I'm looking to fade. The Bulls are a team looking to fade. The the Celtics obviously on the way up. I don't know what to make of the Nets. I still don't know what to make of the Nets. I I mean, especially after last night. I I, I just, I don't know. I mean, this is great news. Yes, Kyrie's going to get to play. Thank goodness all the baseball players are going to get But
0: they lost to Memphis without Ja. They did. Kyrie scores 43, and they still lose. Mm -hmm. Handily. I mean. Handily. That's, y- that's a yikes situation right there. It's like, ah. Uh, <laughs> hey, okay. Memphis
1: is a tooth seed in the West, by the way. Memphis is a good basketball team.
0: Can you imagine I mean, if Memphis versus Boston in the final? That would be so weird. Memphis Out of nowhere. versus Boston. In the final.
1: I mean, if you're Golden State right now, you got to be like going – Steph, just take as much time as you need, but when you're back, you better be hundred percent because we got to beat Memphis. I think, by the way, I just cashed Sunday.
0: my I just cashed my Golden State ticket last night, didn't I? That was 48, right? For Golden State? 40 win 48. There it is. Yep. There's my yep. over 47 and a half. Cashed it last night. Very nice. Right. Nice. Do not the come
1: old- to the counter and ask though, sir. This is not graded <laughs> until the end of the season because we need to well, put that, a number yeah. in. So yes, yeah. you won. Yes, the money's good. We'll see Bye. you in a couple of weeks.
0: Well, I'm gonna end up losing because I ha- I have the, the the Nets. Sorry, the Knicks over 41 and a half. That one's not gonna get there. And I have the Hawks over 47 and a half. I don't think that so one's I will get there. I will be I'll I will be one and two on my NBA future wagers this okay. season, which is kind of a bummer. But <laughs> Knicks, I thought I I, I like the Knicks a lot. They have 31 wins, they're done. I like the Hawks a lot. They have 36 wins, they're done. Yeah. It's been a kind of a, a, an an odd season for those two teams because now they're both competing. I mean, the Hawks have a five game lead on the Knicks, but I thought the Knicks were going to rebound and have a good year this year. And they really haven't. They're 16 games back. They're five games back out of a playoff spot. I don't know. It's last year. Everyone was like, it's so great. And I'm with them. Like, it's better. The NBA is better when the Knicks are good. Yes, I agree. Yes. Knicks aren't good. (laughs) Knicks are bad. So your bing bong BS is bye bye. What? Yeah.
1: When you don't know where the ball is going to go at the end of the game, like the Knicks have a problem. There's not a guy or not someone that they can 100% trust when they star baskets at the end. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a star. Well, I mean, some nights it's Randall, some nights it's RJ Barrett, but not any night. It's anybody like it's, right. it's, it's so. And I don't know. Thibodeau's he's a good coach. He's a great defensive coach. Their offense stinks. Always.
0: Oh, name, name of the game with him, man. You know,
1: I mean, him as a head coach, like some college teams without baskets
0: for three, four, five minutes in the NBA feels like an eternity can't hit the broad side of a barn yeah, yeah it's it's true all right tonight the suns are plus four at denver yes tonight are. why right <laughs> okay why <laughs> there's my question you tell me
1: why? i don't know i uh, i look at it this morning i was like i mean every single night it's just you you quite you, question the suns lines every single night now i'm getting four points it don't make no sense it doesn't um but again, who's playing? Yesterday we did this show. I go out for a walk. I see the Peacocks. I see the CLV can. I come back. LeBron ain't playing a line, move four points. I was like, I was gone an hour and a half. I don't know who's playing for it. My first thought when I saw it was, oh, I guess the Suns are taking the night off. Mm. You know, Booker's not gonna, is he gonna play? Is, is Ayton gonna play? You know, because they're now, are they have they clinched the one seed? I guess not because Memphis can win out right. and catch them. So mathematically, yet, they haven't, but, but they're going to be the on one way. Yeah. Yeah. So now they can rest management, load management, whatever that crap is. Mm-hmm. And so now, like in the book, I mean, these, these last couple of weeks of the NBA, I, I used to joke, you know, with, with T-Foss when we would sit there, I'm like, just cue up the circus music while we while we book this stuff. Who's playing, who's not, who's resting? Move the number. They're going to bet it this way. I don't know. I have no idea why the Suns are four point dogs at Denver. I, like I, would, it,
0: take right? I would take the points. I would take the Suns. Yeah. I would take the Suns here against, especially with the way Denver's been playing recently. I haven't really been in love with it. So, yeah, I, I think they, the Suns, they like this spot. This is like when, like last night with the Warriors, like, even if the stars are resting, the suns like to be dogs. they like to be doubted. they like to go out go out and show people like, hey, we can still get after it even without if Booker's out or you know if somebody else isn't playing for whatever reason. I don't know if Crowder's playing, but you know i I like the suns tonight. I'll take the suns plus four
1: it's What gotta do of a met- way to use the 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 bed prep site or something to find out how many times have the suns been dogs this year when they're dogs, what's they their record be good, yeah, I mean. Of all the games, how many times have they been a dog? I mean, it's almost 70 games, right? They played 70 games, 72 games, something like that.
0: I'll tell you, right 10 times or less. All right, so the Phoenix Suns this year have been underdogs one, two, three,
1: four, five,
0: six, seven, eight times this yeah. year. Their record in those games: one and two and
1: zero,
0: three and zero, four and four and one, five and one, six and one, seven and one, as a dog. <laughs> okay, this year. Dog eight times, seven and one catching points. <laughs> okay. I, I, I would bet the Suns tonight. <laughs>
1: That's it, it, it ain't that hard. Like the stuff ain't that hard. It yep. just, it, you know, I, I'd i make the, if I was sitting in a book right now, me and you do the show, I hang up with you and I say, we're moving the, uh, the nuggets to two. <laughs> why? Because we got to get bets on them. Everyone else is in four. Well, why? Because there've been dogs eight times, seven times they won. How about that? Well, let's go cover. Not one, up. but cover. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Let them, bet the, let them bet the Nuggets. There you go. There you go. That line, let's say right now we're doing the show again, 10 in the morning Pacific. Does the line close closer to three or closer to five?
0: I'm going to predict two and a half. It definitely closes at three or less. Two and a half. Unless these guys don't
1: play. And then I get to say, you know, you can tweet at me or you or one of the show and say nobody knows shit. Sure. It's fine.
0: <laughs> Look at the <laughs> sellers last night. I mean, I I saw last night. It was funny. So many people were tweeting that like, forget who I forget. I'm, I apologize who I read this by, but somebody said, you know, normally coming off a four game West coast road trip, the fifth game, the first game back is often treated by teams as the fifth road game. They're just going to kind of throw their hands up. It's we're getting our legs back. We got a four game homestand coming up here. First game back off that 4 4 game West Coast trip. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. They won the game 125-97. <laughs> they shot 59% from the floor and 52% from three. The line was four and a half of five. They weren't tired. They weren't <laughs> sluggish. They weren't mailing it in. They just took a sledgehammer and just wailed away on the, on the Utah Jazz. Oh, man. I mean... I don't know. It, it, there is something going on inside that Celtics locker room. It feels like they're enjoying how many times they can totally punish the team they're playing.
1: Well, you know, like, when, when you get in these situations and everybody's contributing, it's fun. So, like, now, as, as, you're, as, as a guy, I'm trying to get him 10 points. I'm trying, you know, and, and Tatum and Brown, and like, they don't have. there's no ego. As soon as there's no ego in anything, in your family, in your friends, it's better for everybody. True. Like, it, it, right. And so True. I, and, and with a team, the way they're playing, basketball's art when it's played, right? And, and I mean, they're they're doing a Rembrandt every night the
0: way they're playing. It's fun. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. We mentioned we mentioned Memphis. So Memphis wins without jaw last night. Yeah. Good win. Tonight, Ooh. back to back. They're laying 12 and a half points tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is scary, is it not? Against Indiana. 12 and a half with jaw or without jaw. This number is, is this like the book saying F you, we're not letting you bet Memphis anymore. No, it's saying, please let, 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 let you bet
1: Indiana, please just take oh, something like the We need the to trap. put up a number. Okay. Well, no, you got, you got, if this is nine and a half, there's not a person that bets Indiana. It has okay. to be over 10. That's where it starts. And now you go, all right, 10 and a half ain't enough. Gotta be higher. so, Right. They don't want you to bet Memphis anymore.
0: So they're trying to get everyone off Memphis.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, well, plus now, you you know, you have to, I mean, the money line has to be higher. Everything has to be higher because as soon as, you know, content people and all this stuff start putting it out that Memphis is a good team without jaw, which Mm. we know because we're actually watching the stuff, like they're going to continue to bet them and give them out. So Mm. at some point, I mean, you know, you can look at the games today. There's there's six game, five games in the NBA today. Nine, twelve and a half. Uh Toronto's five against Cleveland. That's a good basketball game, and that's a good line. Denver's four against the Suns. We just did it for everybody. It's seven and one as a dog. Only a dog eight times in 72 games, or whatever it is. Okay. And then the the game of the day is really the Bulls and the and the Pelicans, believe it or not. This game is hard. So you have to put it at a number. I I, I I tell you this all the time. You make the number for the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you're betting Indiana at. Or I put it up and you don't know, you got no interest. <laughs> I know where I'm starting at. This thing's gonna go to 14.
0: <laughs> By the way, explain to Chef Benny, who's saying what is going on with sports BK Kung Sig's head. Got to own a better pirate's hat than that as a vintage. Oh, All right. This but that's the vintage. This is, but they, but yeah,
1: this is an old school one that it's it's beat up. This was Doc Ellis's hat. On purpose, wore. but it's beat up on purpose. Doc Ellis must have taken his thing back in the day, they used to take their hats and roll them up. This thing is uh, 50 years old. This is a this is 48 years old this hat. Okay. And it was bestowed upon me. So I mean, I can wear the other one. I got I got the the Oh. You know, this Ooh. this pirate hat for the P. So I can wear this one. The kids say this
0: one matches better, so I wear this. It one. does match better, but the other one's got history to it, so I'm yeah. a, I'm a, I'm a little more inclined to like the other one just because it's it's got a little more pizzazz to yes. it. But yeah, but that one definitely looks cleaner. Um, I'm trying my best. Listen, I have games very
1: important for all the people watching the show. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> Chef, but keeping an eye on me, please. Everybody, keep yes. an eye on me when you see me when I'm out. Tell me what I need to do. Somebody told me yesterday my lips were dry. I'm like, listen, I'm on medication. I'm parched. I'm drinking eight gallons of water trying to breathe every day. So I was like. Find your own damn business, people. No, I don't mind it. It's fine. Keep keep it coming. Um, As far as the game, we need to. Is this enough to keep
0: you off of it? No, this is enough to keep me in the in-game market to let the line just, just bet it in game. I feel like a
1: proud Papa when you
0: say, that. <laughs> I really, do. it gets me yes. very excited. This is just me going in. I'm just, I'll bet it in game. I'm not going <laughs> to bet it pregame. I'll just wait and watch it drop down to seven and then bet it then. Exactly. That's
1: so now that's the effectiveness of this whole thing, all this growth and market and things like that. In the old days, you know, you called the bookie and he told you it was 12 and a half. And if you wanted to make a bet, you had to lay it and you laid bad numbers. Now you don't have to do that anymore. Right. I mean, Memphis was down yesterday. You got them plus four and a half, plus mm. six and a half at some point in that basketball game. You could have got Brooklyn plus eight and a half that would have got there. But you have options now in-game that you didn't have before. 12 and a half is that's exactly what it's supposed to do. Eh, I'll pass on a pregame bet. Although 238, you could probably go over because <laughs> The way Memphis is playing, they're the trying idea, yeah. to score 130
0: <laughs> every single night. And they're coming close. <laughs> they're, I, they're succeeding getting to 130 on a lot of nights. I'm so impressed
1: with the way they they drive and kick. And mm-hmm. you want to talk about guys having open shots. Whoever's out there can knock it down. Mm-hmm. So they, I mean, they were up and they kept shooting threes and then when jaws out there obviously he'll take it to the hoop and do those flashy dunks and get those hard fouls telling you man this team phoenix is lucky that they're only going to have to play one of memphis or golden state while those two beat the
0: crap out of each other in the semifinals in the western conference that's going to be a really fun series oh yeah um quick on basketball and and then we'll get to we'll get to uh, some hockey so last night, this was brought up by a couple of people, and it's actually segues nicely into the in game bet because a listener took our advice on Youngstown State in the NIT. I got, or sorry, in the CBI, whatever. The it was. Classic or something, wasn't yeah, that? Yeah, I got killed. Classic. MTSU minus four. I had it all the way. The game goes to double overtime and then I lose the bet in double overtime. So that was always, that was a fun way to start the day. It's a hell of a basketball game though. It's a hard way to lose, but that mean double overtime in the final game, like as big hell of a game. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks to lose it, but a hell of a game. Yeah. You went to credit to Wilmington. They played their asses off and got it to double overtime and and was able to win the game outright in double overtime. Uh, But then both NIT games were just awful. Bad bets by me. Blowouts. I mean, A&M destroyed Wake and then BYU got taken apart Ooh. by Washington State last night. I couldn't believe that. But the le- end of the, the last game of the day turned out to be the only winner for me here on the show was Youngstown. So Youngstown covers the 13 and a half. Listener goes ahead and takes the plus 13 and a half and then in game winds up taking and getting a Fresno state line of minus two and minus four and a half. Nice. And he hit all three. He middled it on all three. So we talked about that yesterday that you may have a chance at this big number. You can put your flag down first, take 13 and a half. And then if the game goes, because at one point Youngstown was that was up by 10 points in the second half in that game. Wow. They were up 53 43 in that game. And they so lost you, by nine. Yeah. The final score. They lost by nine. Yeah. So they just couldn't score anymore. Fresno lockdown defense, but you got a great in game number of minus four, minus two. He got them both, bet them both, plus the plus three, 13 and a half, or 12 and a half. He I had 13 and a half. He had 12 and a half. Right. So, but he middles it and he gets all three bets right. So he wanted to throw out that at us and say, That's
1: fantastic. That's, thank that's, you for that. Right. That's, I mean, they don't always go that way, but, but you give yourself that option when you take what ideally you perceive as the peak or a really good number, whether it's laying a short one or taking a big one, yep. and then give yourself those options during the game. That's I mean, that's basically what you do on the other side of the counter when you're taking all the bets. You're just trying to make sure the middle is on the book's part, not on the better's part. The better's trying to do the same thing. So understanding how the game works is great executing it is perfectly when those opportunities exist. And uh, thanks for the shout out. That's awesome. I love yeah. it.
0: <laughs> Glad that we helped you. Glad that you you trailed that and, and got those things correct. So we've had kind of a, I've had kind of a rough week this week. So I appreciate that. At least that went well for somebody uh, given what we've been, our, our prop bet of the day is 0 and 3 on the week. Uh, I think I am 1 and 2 on the week for, uh, for some of our picks that have made their way to props.com. So all right, a couple of hockey games quickly here to get into yep. Tampa at Boston tonight. Game, game night. is night. Game is minus one ten on both sides. Eastern Conference Finals preview potentially. Whoa, 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 whoa! I mean, you want to have
1: everything? Do you have to have everything? You Just telling the you, Celtics coming, and now you Those want the Bruins are playing well. Now you want the Bruins in this in, in, in a conference finals already too? I mean, please slow it down. Slow it. Okay, down. all right. But I mean, it might be possible. It, it, I mean, it very well might happen. The Bruins are really good. The Bruins, th- this is this is going to be a great hockey game. If you if yeah. you you know want to watch a good hockey game, a preview of what the playoffs are going to look like. Saw it the other night with Tampa and Carolina. Same thing tonight. Totals five and a half. The totals in the games between the good teams that mean something are starting to get reality totals. These six under. and a halfs are going yeah. away. They're gone. They're, yeah.
0: They're the, you know, the this should be a three two. This should be a three two win from one of these two teams. It's it should be simple. It's this yep.
1: game is an under bet. Um, yep. I I would consider under in the first period. Actually, which is totally opposite of what we've been playing along with for
0: most of the Bruins in particular. The Bruins have been a first period over for most of the year, but I'm with you. We're getting to the end of the year where now it's a measuring stick time and like, okay, let's see where we are. We're going to play for real defense. We're not going to get all kind of loosey goosey here. We're going to be tight and we're going to get after it. And then it's a, you know, one nothing or nothing, nothing first period.
1: This is when it gets hard just for your own person. What do you watch? Like you need a wall like in a sports book when you want to watch yeah. all this stuff because I 100% would have this on one of the screens. I might be the only one watching it. But, <laughs> you know, in the book, in the risk group, we had a wall. We could divide them up by eight, you know, to have eight options. And me and T-Foss, the hockey guy, would be like, we got to have that screen right there for one one game, the Tampa-Boston game. Yeah.
0: Boston game. It's, it's, it's the game of the night. Well, do the benefit like tonight, to though. No, I do not. I would. Lord. I I lean under three two one side. That's how I see it. One of these teams win three two. It's minus one ten on both sides. Coin flip. Literally coin flip bet. Coin flip game. I I don't know. I I think potentially the Bruins win this game because at home Boston's been tough. But this is a it is a fun game. It's a tough game to look at. It's really kind of a weird day. I think because we've got NBA basketball two sweet 16 games going on and this Bruins game simultaneously. So like, you've got like, this is a hard fight as to like what gets to be the main focus. Like what's the, what's the game of the day game of the time at four 30, our time seven 30 Eastern. Good luck. I mean, it's, it's tough. It's, it's going to be, I mean, I'm, I think March madness wins out just because, but there's some, there's some good sports. I always used to
1: say playoffs, Trump, everything. Yes. I would agree. So, and when you, March when madness you get, is playoffs, right. So March madness is playoffs. So obviously yeah. that what's like on the big screen with sound in the book, that's probably what's going to be on the TV. while you know, I'll be doing the shows and stuff, but a hundred percent, I will have this on the alternate screen or somewhere watching it just to see. I mean, I don't know uh, without looking, is this the last time these two teams play each other? It has to be. It's late. <laughs> I they mean, might have, who knows? It might have one more, but it probably it's the last time. And I mean, these, this, this has I mean. a big feel for it.
0: Even when you go to the game, like, this oh yeah, has that. No, right? Boston's. I mean, I know Bruins it's, fans tonight are jacked up right. for this game. Yeah. Boston is two games back of Tampa in the loss column. Boston's 39, 19 and five. Tampa is 39, 17 and six. Uh, let me How see hard that. is
1: it to read these damn
0: NHL standings anymore? Like it's annoying. It's, well, we'll get to a, we'll get to one of them here in a second. Uh, Boston plays. Nope, they play at Tampa on okay. February uh, on. Oh, sorry, on Friday or April eighth is the last time. It's okay. the last time Tampa plays in Boston. Okay, and then they play at Tampa, so okay. they play one more time. All right. So Boston's in a pretty interesting stretch because they have Tampa. Then they play New York at home on Saturday and Toronto at home on, on Ooh. Tuesday.
1: Ooh. Yeah. And
0: Ooh. then New Jersey at home on Thursday. This is the last uh, m- two more, more game than home. two-game homestand for the Bruins starting it, tonight.
1: Yeah. So of that stretch right there, they got to get three or four, no? Correct. I, I think. would agree.
0: Yeah, I would agree. And you, you need to beat either Tampa or Toronto and take care of both the New York teams is what you need. Islanders or Rangers? Uh, Islanders, sorry. They so it's New win. York and New Jersey. So it's, it's Islanders and Devils. And in between are, are every other. So Tampa, Islanders, Toronto, Devils is the four-game homestand. Oh, and Columbus, five-game homestand. Oh, so they got five, this. It's this, a five-gamer. This is get healthy week for the Bruins. Yeah, this is it. Because then they play at Columbus. At, they play Columbus back-to-back Saturday and Monday. And then they're, they're at Columbus, at Detroit, at Tampa, at Washington. They come back for a three-gamer at home, St. Louis, Ottawa, Pittsburgh. And then they're on the road, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, then New York. And then it's a four-game stretch of Montreal, Florida, Buffalo, at Toronto to end the year. Well, that's a for pretty pretty favorable schedule for them. Yeah. The, this is a big this five-game stretch is big. So if they could if they could go four and one here, which is very possible, <laughs> Columbus is garbage, devils are garbage, Islanders are eh, Tampa's very good, Toronto's very good. Split with the good teams, beat the bad teams, go four and one. And you could potentially wind up. I mean, the standings for the Bruins, that would be, let me see. Oh, they, they're playing for position home ice. They're playing, yeah. So they they're had, they, they're number one in the wild card spot at the moment. Yeah. 83 points, three points up on the Capitals uh, in the wild card spot. And, but they still could catch, potentially, they could catch Tampa. They have 83 points. Tampa has 84 points. Toronto has 85 points. Yeah. So they're right so, there. This yeah. is
1: this is this is a big, it's a big stretch for them. Actually, this will be the cheapest price that they'll be.
0: Probably at home. In, yeah.
1: In this home stretch, right? In, or, yep. in this homestand.
0: This is yeah. This is a big game. Big hockey game tonight. So the other game here in town, which is a big one, maybe the biggest game of the year for the Vegas Golden Knights, at home against Nashville, their home dogs. Here come the predators at the moment Vegas is out of a playoff spot. Vegas is 60, sorry, 34 28 and 4 72 points they're 1 point behind Dallas for that second wild card spot. Wild have 78 points, Avalanche have 95 points, they're running away at the division. And you've got the Blues with 79 points. I, I mean, can Vegas rebound or are they done?
1: I mean, when when I watch them play, I I keep saying, I don't think they're making the playoffs. I I just don't, I don't, I'm not without stone coming back and like energizing the team. And like, there's just nothing there.
0: And, you know, there's a line in, in Boston for media members that really like the Celtics and protect the Celtics at all times. They're called green teamers. Yeah. If they only see things through green colored glasses and it started with media and it's kind of pushed its way into the fan base. We got some media members here in Vegas that are gold teamers oh, who are yeah. trying every which way to explain, excuse. Uh, I, it's, it's it mostly on Twitter, but it's remarkable. The, the circling of the wagons to protect this team at the moment from certain media members in Vegas.
1: Well, I don't, I mean, <laughs> you have, they to, suck. Just call, have, right, just call a have, spade a spade. They suck. Have, you're not watching the games. If you're saying that like yeah. you're not, you're, you're not uh, keeping it real. I mean, I, I just, there's what, what's there to, to say, okay, yeah, this team is, well, the, the injuries is what the they playoffs, use,
0: but two, they the injuries that, that that's all, all you'll hear is no stone, no patch no Leonard. Like, how could you be mad about this team? How could you be upset about this team given the injuries they have suffered?
1: I mean, you can be mad all you want. They can't win. They're, they're not winning games. They're not even, I mean, when's the last time they scored a goal? <laughs> Three <laughs> games ago. It's been a ago. while. Yeah. Three games ago. How do you go in, in today's NHL where the totals, I mean, we're looking at the numbers every day. We're, six and a half is the total in a game on the regular. If it's not six, it's six and a half. It's and six the game's tonight. Been, yeah, yeah. The game's been going over. So, um, I don't know. I mean, it, it if one guy being hurt or two guys being hurt, you're just not a good team. And like if they're right. out and and you're just there has to be more behind the curtain, and there's not right now. They're dogs at home to Nashville in March. <laughs> Nashville's been playing really good. They've been out west for a while, right? They they were played Kings. Uh, they lost to the Kings the last game. They beat the Ducks before that. Then they come here, and I think they've been here for a day. I can't believe lines only minus one ten or minus one fifteen. <laughs> Seriously, I, I, right. I would right now. I'd bet Nashville. Yep, I, I would. They're just a better hockey team right now, and
0: yeah, it's a good price too. I mean, minus one twenty on yeah. Nashville. It's a good price to take them right now, just given where the Knights are. They're just circling the wa- circling the drain at the moment, and there's no real sign that they're going to recover. They could, but I mean, after sixty six games. They are in real, real trouble. They have two wins over their last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They're two and seven over the last nine.
1: Yeah. Talk about playing your best basketball in, uh, right. in March. Now playing your best. Your play. They're peaking wrong at the
0: worst time. They have not scored a goal since March 19th. Today's the, the 24th. Uh, yep. It's been five days since this team has scored a goal. And Three games sucks. ago. Three when, games ago.
1: Well, I, I would play once a week, and if I went two weeks without scoring, like, I would get in my head. like yeah, I, yeah. You know, in, in pregame, I'd be sitting there trying to just shoot the puck in the net so you could see it. You know, right. i could take layups just to see it go through the hoop. You start to get your own head. This is starting to snowball where it's like, geez, we hit another post. And then, boom, the other team scores. Like, geez, we're down one nothing again. They haven't scored a goal since March 19th. When's the last time they had a lead in a hockey game?
0: Same game, right? March nineteenth. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Same game. Yeah. It's <laughs> a while ago. It's, it's long tough. time ago.
1: I don't want to bet them. I know that. I would. this no. it's not, not somebody I'd want to bet. They just look at a fade.
0: Yeah, I, I would. It's it's Nashville or nothing for right. for me, and we'll see what, where, where we goes from there. Uh-huh. All right, our props dot com story of the day: going to baseball, the American League Cy Young Award market at the moment. Is pretty interesting to me. Nationally, he's got some really good arms, but Garrett Cole, Dave, has opened up as pretty much a huge favorite here. Yep. Plus 425. Shane Bieber of the Guardians at plus 700. Robbie Ray of the Mariners at 9 to 1. Giolito with the White Sox is 11 to 1. Shalmanea of the A's, 14 to 1. Lance McCullers Jr. of the Astros, 14 to 1 or Dylan Cease of the White Sox at 14 to one. There are not that many great elite pitchers right now in the American league. This is a weird market to me that Garrett Cole. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't bet Garrett Cole to win the Cy Young. Would you? Nope. Talked about <laughs> it all last year. I, I, I know.
1: Um, I went so a little deeper, uh, Barrios from, the Blue Jays 25 to one like that Shohei 30 to
0: one I don't know man injuries are so tough with that guy it's tough to be dominant when when you're doing Verlander
1: on this list at 25 to one
0: (laughs) who knows where is uh where's the first Tepe Bay Ray pitcher um I would take somebody so far off the beaten path. I would just throw a damn Hail Mary. Sure, like, Down if, far, right? It's far. Yeah, I'm already yep. at a hundred to one. Yeah. So like, I, I would just go ahead and, and find the, the, whoever they're going to be the 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 number one pitcher for the Rays and throw, throw 10 bucks on Are they going to throw enough innings? Maybe. I mean, that's why they're so far down, but I mean, it's, it, it feels like one of those years where we're talking about somebody come Ju- come, July that we weren't talking at all about during the winter time and spring. Like we weren't even like mentioning anybody. Uh, Shane McCallum, uh, Corey Kluber. Where's Corey Kluber?
1: Corey Kluber hasn't been good for two years. Yeah, I know. On
0: the list. He's not on the list. Oh, wow. Funny. He's been banged yeah. up. He's been really hurt. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, here, he's years. at the bottom. He's 120 to one. He's at the bottom <laughs> of the list. Right. Zach Greinke is also 120 to one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. come on. Seriously. That's just name recognition. Let's put these two guys on there. They can't win it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um, There's not that many good pitchers in, in the American League. It's really weird. Well, the,
1: the position has changed so much, right? Like, uh, you talk about baseball and adaptation and all these things. This market has changed. How do you even vote for it? Let alone guys right. don't pitch like they used to. So now I, the, the last year I, I was in the book and had to do this. I was like who who's going to win this? You have well, no idea. So you your just top 6 pitchers,
0: your top top 6 pitchers in ERA last year are all in the National League. Robbie Ray at 2.84, Cy Young last year. Yeah. Robbie Ray led the American league at two, 2.84 ERA. And then after that, it goes, it goes national league first six, then Robbie Ray, then national league, national league, national league, national league, Lance McCullers of the Astros at 12. And then national league, national league, national league, national league Garrett Cole at 16. There are three pitchers, three qualifying pitchers, starting pitchers in the American league of the top 16 from last year in ERA. <laughs> That is insane. There's well, just they like we talk about the AFC being loaded, right? The the National League is loaded with pitchers, with quality starters versus the American League. So I'll ask you this though, why? Because there was no DH. Right, but now there is. So now
1: there is, right? So, <laughs> so now does it swing back a little bit? Does the
0: bottom come up? Maybe, but you can't you can't do it that quickly, given the number of pitchers that are on the National League rosters at the moment. Right. I mean, Corbin Burns, Max Scherzer, Walker Bueller, Brandon Woodruff, Zach Wheeler, Kevin Gosman, Julio Arias, Marcus Stroman. Well, Gosman's in
1: Detroit. Your Gosman's in Toronto now.
0: Oh, sorry. It says it says San Francisco. I forgot about that. Yeah. They they haven't changed. He's 30 to one, by the way. I wouldn't mind him then. But you said you said you didn't like him though, because he's switching switching. He was fourteen and six, two point eight one last year. Yeah. Now with Toronto signing that new new contract. Well, if they keep him in the two, I mean, he'll be the two starter,
1: so that that might help him. I just think I've seen that transition from National League to American
0: League. It's tough. It takes a year. Yeah, and then he you goes, think he's the two because they have Gosman listed listed as the one on ESPN. I don't know, Josh talking is talking
1: about it. Berrios I mean, being the two. Yeah, Josh. We both agreed that Barrios should be the one, um, just because he's been there. You know, they traded for him. He's been in the American League. Put him against the other number ones, like Cosmico against the other number twos. Is he really a number one starter, though?
0: We'll find out. I don't think Barrios is an ace.
1: Uh, yeah, we'll find out. I mean, they may I mean, flip it. They may, they, you know, his I
0: mean, whip last year was tremendous. He's 27 years old, primary of his career, 1.06 whip last year, 204 strikeouts, 3.5 ERA. I mean, it's, it's not impossible. It's not crazy to put him as an ace. He's got he just,
1: he has that numbers. makeup.
0: Right. You know, he just hasn't
1: done it. Like, you got to find out if you're that guy. Like, every time you go, you're facing the other number one for the most part, the way the right. rotations line up. Right. I mean, it takes that mentality. Like, geez, I got to go out there and give a quality start every single time. And like, man, you know, you gotta, you gotta limit base runners. You gotta go deep.
0: You're He's the stopper. At
1: you to give a quality yeah. start.
0: Yeah, you're the stopper. Like, yeah. When uh, you, I mean that, that, was Pedro's thing. Red Sox had a two game losing streak. Best. Here comes Pedro. Uh, there we go. End of the end of a losing streak. Losing man, streaks no over. So, like, that's I. I, you I grew were up in with Boston that. while he was doing that, huh? Hell yeah, man. I have never seen Fenway or Boston when Pedro Martinez pitched, it was a holiday. Like it was, it, it, it didn't matter like what you had going on. It was, Hey, what are you doing tonight? Uh, oh, Pedro's pitching. Oh, okay. Like you just, you went home and watched the game. Like you just, you didn't, it wasn't even a question. Like you got, get me tickets to the game tonight. Yeah. How much five times face. Okay. Yeah. I'll pay it. It's Pedro. Right. I'll pitch it. I remember watching the first time I watched him pitch and I forget what year it was, but I remember I was sitting in the, in the left, in the right field bleachers at Fenway park and the sound of the ball hitting the catcher's glove was <laughs> unlike any, I, I'm, I'm literally 350 feet away from home plate. And the sound of Pedro's ball hitting the catcher's mitt was unlike, I was like, what the hell? It was gaining speed as it hit home plate. Yep. It was going faster. Yep. It was still getting speed. Like you just it felt like when the ball hit the glove, it like hit an object it wasn't supposed to hit. Like the ball was shocked <laughs> that it hit a glove. Cause it was like, we're not done. Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean you're stopping us? Like we can go another hundred, ten miles an hour. Guy was unbelievable. Just That's what, straight up crazy.
1: Jeff describes it the same way. He said it was just a, a tremendous time to be in the city, be be yeah. a fan. And I was seeing it from a distance, but you know, I just I Appreciate good pitching. Always have. Mm. And he was magical.
0: And it was it was fun to watch. The 99 All-Star game was ridiculous. Oh. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Yeah. And, they, and they won it at the end of his career, which is really nice because the 03 situation was with Grady Little was just like, right. that couldn't be how it ended. Like, that no. couldn't be the way that Pedro's career was going to go out. He had to have. And then to win it all in, in 04 and be a part of it. And, you know, just those were the important like you had to get that for the red Sox. you had to finally put it together that team was so damn good in 2004 oh ridiculous to look back on that team it was so damn good like it was just <laughs> no wonder why they came back down 3-0 they just were like who is your yeah derek lowe is our number four it was a number four starter really yeah derek lowe is our fourth star
1: yeah damn how does that go that was my first year in the book here in vegas wow Uh, We were all rooting for Boston so bad. The Yankee fans were just unbearable, and they would come in and bet them like (laughs) the game was over because they were just three. (laughs) When they were up three nothing, we put it up. We put it up at the Nugget. I'll never forget it. You got twenty to one on the comeback. Coming back, yeah. Wow, three zero was the price, and Chris put it up, and we took bets on it. We took mostly Yankee bets. I think on the no, yeah. We took we.
0: we, What was the no? Twenty
1: one on the yes. What was the no? (laughs) It'll lay thirty. Dang, lay thirty take twenty. Okay, and we took all bets on the on the uh, on the Yankees, and they won that night. And we had a debate: what do we make the price? We cut it in half. They couldn't get enough of the Yankees. It was fun. Oh yeah, I had Surely. no action on it. We were just rooting for the book, and it was fantastic. And then the you know the whole thing. I got caught up in it. it was it was great. It was a lot. Of fun. You,
0: I, I'll never have a better sporting experience than. <laughs> Don't let us win tonight. Don't let us win tonight. Yep. Kevin Millar. Yeah. Don't let us win tonight. Yeah. I can't wait to meet him Passers. at some point. I'm sure
1: we're going to oh. we're going to cross paths and 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 you know, just tell him that.
0: I remember that it was great. Cowboy up, man. What a what a <laughs> just an unbelievable yep. incredible kids who weren't alive you guys just don't understand what that was what it was in a different time it feels like yesterday but it was really a different time because it was before twitter before right. tiktok and social media and instagram it was just fox you know it was fox cable and fox sports and espn but it was just like we all were glued to that game like we all were just <laughs> locked in to that and what the bleep is happening yep Back-to-back walk-offs. I'll never forget <laughs> Joe Buck's call. We'll see you tomorrow night. We'll see you later this morning. Or the hell he said? I forget. We'll see you later today. And the walk-off and yep. just that grand slam. by Johnny Damon in game seven, man. It was exactly what had to happen because everybody in Boston was so nervous. Like, there's no way they're going to do this. It's too tight. It's game seven. He's taking stadium and then crack grand slam. <laughs> five-nothing. It's over. Yep. Put them to bed by was oh. just seven to one in game seven, man, to win that game like that in that type of moment was
1: game stayed under.
0: Yep. Game stayed under <laughs> nine, Sorry. not For nine
1: I early. I think it was either a uh, nine or eight and a half. Yeah.
0: Stayed under. Oh, what a moment. What a, what a freaking <laughs> moment. So cool. All right. Our, our bet prep prop of the day. I think Brett bet prep finally is listening to us. We are going to an under. Finally. All right. <laughs> Finally. Good we're job. Let's at least give us a fighting chance here. Rui. Who? Achimura. Rui Achimura. This is. You don't know who Rui Achimura is? So Rui Seen Achimura. His name for
1: the first time. Yesterday really? I saw that Playboy okay. model's name for the first time. <laughs> Yesterday when we did this today. So got-
0: Rui, Rui, Rui is 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 the Gonzaga player. Who was is? I think the first ever Japanese-born basketball player in the NBA. Okay, fourteen and a half is the number. Minus one fifteen. Who's he play for? He plays for the Washington Wizards. Oh my goodness! Wizards oh my play goodness. against Milwaukee tonight. Oh He only scored eight points in the first matchup. Two. He has scored fifteen points or more in two of his last twenty-one games after his teams failed to cover two of his last 13 against a team with a winning record and four of his last 12 with 15 points or more for games on the road. Milwaukee is limiting opposing power forwards to just over 18 points per game this year. This ranks in the top 10 for fewest points allowed by power forwards in the NBA. Under 14 and a half points for Rui Hachimura. How do you feel about this? First of all, the Suns line is painted three right now. (laughs) There we go. So, like we knew it. Yep. <laughs> we called it. No, that number was not going to last. Hopefully, you guys bet it. It's three
1: no. right now across the world. I just clicked refresh back on the basketball page, <laughs> and it's lit up like a Christmas tree. Three, three,
0: three, 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 three. <laughs> shouldn't have been the number's uh, wrong. Should've so, been
1: Milwaukee is down. The overnight opener with the boys at Winbet put up was 12. It's now okay. nine. Okay. I'm assuming Giannis isn't
0: playing. Doesn't matter. No. This is an under, what'd you say, 2 of 21? When it's after, the, after his team fails to cover. Last game, Washington did not cover. All right. I've been saying
1: I don't like it all week, and it's been a fade.
0: <laughs> I actually <laughs> like this one. So then I, it's going to hit. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Yeah. I actually like this one. So Well, it's an under. 14 points, which I'm a fan of for, for that. And really with Washington, it comes down to rotations a lot. Yeah. How and many minutes is this guy playing? Um, oh, let me see something. He is, um, is he he's playing it? decent. He's playing decent minutes. I mean, he played 30 minutes last game. Oh, scored 16, 16 points. Well, I don't against want to the play Lakers play. played 25. He's only hit though. those last five is 16, 10, 11, 12, and 12. Points. Points. Minutes have been 30, 25,
1: 21, 27, 23. Give me in the 20s. As long as he's playing, if he, if, if he got to
0: play more, I'm worried about this one. But this is just one of those ones. I like this. He's averaging 10.2 points per game. The reason why he is uh, getting, I think, 14 and a half is because he's playing more because Kuzma's out. Oh, okay. So he's playing more minutes for Washington. Okay. That's right.
1: As long as he ain't playing thirty minutes, I think we'll be safe.
0: Yeah, he, he lights it
1: up or something. But
0: it, I mean, the only da- the only danger is the guy is a forty eight percent three point shooter. That's the danger. You just don't want him to get hot for, you know, start hitting four threes and then you're in trouble.
1: See that guy that sits out on the wing and they they feed him the ball.
0: No, I mean he's he's a he's a six power forward. I mean he's a legitimate inside outside stretch oh, four.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So he 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 plays both. You know he'll drive. He's athletic. He's a good player. He's only twenty four years old. It's crazy. He's only twenty four years old because first round pick out of Gonzaga. Um, but he's a guy that really helped. It's surprising they didn't win a championship with him on their on their team. He's a, a real in college. He was a matchup nightmare, but. I like this at tomorrow going under 14 and a half points. I, I do like it. So, all right, better to book it all four games tonight. I have bets on all of them. We can talk about the side and the total here as we get into March madness. So this is what everyone's been asking for. So let's get into the games coming up here tonight. We have obviously a monster schedule of games. Let it, let's begin here with Gonzaga and Arkansas. Let's go for our, Order of games to be played. This number was nine and a half last night. Has this number moved up? It's 10 now, right? And Let's see. see. It's 10 at, uh, it's, 10 it's, at, at, FanDuel. at it's FanDuel. At FanDuel, 10 circuit. at Circa 2? Yep. Okay. Total 154 and a half has not moved. I am on Gonzaga minus nine and a half here in this one. I think Gonzaga finally figures it out. And I think Chet Holmgren's going to have a big game. He has gone 0-8 from behind the arc in the NCAA tournament. He has not played well in either game here. And Gonzaga hasn't covered in... Uh, they've covered once over the last five games, going back to the final of the Mountain West Conference final. That was the last time... They covered St. Mary's in in the last and to end the regular season didn't cover San Francisco in the Mountain in, in the West Coast Conference tournament didn't cover didn't cover against Georgia State didn't cover against Memphis. I think they cover tonight against Arkansas, laying nine and a half. Big inside presence. Timmy has a monster game. Betting or booking Gonzaga minus nine and a half.
1: We'll bet this one only because so Zags didn't even hit free throws. At the last venue, I mean, they just didn't shoot well period. Nope. as a team. Um,
0: right. I don't think Arkansas is going to be able to score enough. Do you put any stock? I was talking to someone last night about this. So, when they built the Chase Center, they built it with a shooter's eye in mind. Why, Ooh, really? Well, why? Who plays for who plays for Golden State? <laughs> oh, yeah, those guys, <laughs> those guys do you put any stock that this is going to be? Cause I do. This is a shooters, but this is a shooters building and Gonzaga is going to shoot extremely well tonight against Arkansas overs
1: overs. We think in overs, it's very possible Both games. Hmm.
0: I don't know. I mean, it's a good backdrop. It's a good shooting backdrop.
1: Yeah, that's good. Um, is Arkansas's defense going to be enough to make them not shoot? Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm, Thinking the number, it is what it is because it's the Zags again. Yes. But because it's Arkansas who will go through these SEC lulls of scoring. And, and they foul.
0: Arkansas has been fouling a lot. Yeah, they don't want to do that. Not against this team. This team, gets yeah. free throws. And you mentioned missing them. But, but you know, mathematically speaking, you would expect them to bounce back and the Zags not to miss the free throws yes. they missed in the first two rounds. Yeah.
1: No, I, I'm with you. I, we're betting this one. I like the Zags. Over two. I would lean over. Um, if you get a fast start, this thing will go from 154 to 160, 162 quick. 160 quick. Mm. If you get a slow start, this thing will be in the 140s, and it might be time to even pounce more if you like the over. You'll be able to tell again quick, but we saw it last game though with the Zags. Like they came out in the second half, shoom, shoom, like it was go time. You could tell yep. they're like. Kick it out, let's run. Kick it out, let's run. And the transition was amazing. And Memphis was like, uh, uh uh-oh, yeah, we better try to keep up with them. And instead, they started fouling, and they got in foul trouble. Gonzago, I think, was in the bonus with 11 minutes to go. Wow. The second half, something like that. It was crazy. If that happens here tonight,
0: blow out. Blow out. Which I think is going to happen. I think the Zags win by 10-plus in this one. I think the SEC bows out. I think the Zags are finally going to play like the Zags tonight. I think this is like no more screw around time. Hey, guys, it's the Sweet 16. OK, you've been the number one right. team all year long. Stop playing with your food. Start getting after it. it's like, let's go eat and let's go destroy somebody. I, I think Arkansas is going to going to feel it tonight. I, I like the Zags big tonight to Texas. We go Villanova. Minus five number has not moved four and a half or five, but really hasn't moved off either one of those two numbers. Up against Michigan with a total of one thirty five here. Does this feel light to you, Dave I mean, yes, but I to Frankie and I, Frankie and I dissected this big Nova guy. Frankie uh, today and I from si gambling on on Twitter, we were going back and forth. We dissected this. And we both feel like, this is all about Big Ten Michigan money coming in, and they're totally overlooking Nova's pedigree and guard play here in this game. I agree, but
1: just look at it from a number standpoint. Frankie's okay. looking it through through those Wildcat glasses. He's, okay, you know he's
0: oh, did Dave freeze? I'm here. I mean, oh, you're there. Oh, you're back. Yay! Hi. I'm back. Yep. You're good. Okay. That's a first, a freeze, and a yeah, comeback. We. we haven't had that before. So yeah, continue.
1: I don't know. Um, what was the line against Ohio State? Five?
0: Um, it was five. Villanova was minus yep, five. Five. One by 10. 15 by Delaware. One by 20. Both Ohio teams State. are 2-0 and o ATS in, in, the, in the dance.
1: Ohio State equal to or better
0: than Michigan. Well, considering that when they played Ohio State, Michigan lost by 11 in the regular season and beat them by six on the road. So they were one and one straight up, lost by 11 at home, won by six on the road. They're kind of the same.
1: Similar. Okay. So I guess the line is the same. You know, that's I mean, the preseason expectations for Michigan mm-hmm. were much higher. Correct. Preseason expectations for Michigan where they were a top 10 slash 15 team. So all that's into the number. All that being said, I think Villanova wins and covers. I I just, I, I, uh, I think it's going to get, you know, uncomfortable. I mean, look at the total. It's 135. This is going to be a very,
0: uh, here's you know, why like I like, Rock, right? I, I would agree with you. Villanova is the number one free throw shooting team in the country. And if they, if the year were to end today, they would set the record for the best free throw shooting season in NCAA history. Wow. Really? They are the best free. Oh, like, at, they're at like 91%. And if they, I think the record is like 91.8 or something. Okay. So like they're right there to set the record for the best free throw shooting season of all time, but they hit free throws. So if they're up three and Michigan's fouling, they're going to hit their free throws and get us to five. Right. Or cover the five.
1: Well, I mean, you know, I like to have that team in a situation like that. I don't want to have to need against that. Right. But I just think Villanova uh, is built for this. This is, Mm -hmm. this is not, I would agree. I think Michigan has to do this and more to win the game. If Villanova just does what they do, they're going to win the game. Now, will they cover? Uh, you know, we might have to get some randomness end of basketball game stuff, but at least if we got the best team ever shooting free throws, mm-hmm. I like it.
0: For a single season. Yeah. Okay. So I feel good, good about Gonzaga play the under or over before you go under, before you move on. Play under. The under Okay. Yeah. Nova and the under Michigan in the over. Okay. That's what I, that's what I yeah. would say. Same thing for game three. I don't bet narratives, Dave, but I bet a narrative today. Oh, Duke, let me guess. You're on the blue devils. Duke plus one. <laughs> Duke plus one against Texas Tech. This is Duke in the over, Tech in the under. Yep. Pros are on Tech in the under. I am going to say that if this game is tight late, the boys in Stripes are going to help out <clears throat> Coach K. The coach is going to get a, get a little help, get a little call, get a block charge going his way, get a ball tipped off a guy's finger going going his way. It's I got Duke plus one. I'm taking the Blue Devils plus one. Betting under booking Duke today against Texas Tech.
1: Are you mad still about the Michigan State loss? Nope. Duke?
0: I think they showed me something that they didn't, crumble they had an attack mode over the last three minutes they had attack mode they weren't scared they weren't intimidated because of the narrative around coach k they did what they were they they did what they went to duke to do which is win games in march yep well, and i can't see texas tech knocking out duke i know that's uh ending coach k's coaching career i don't think it ends here i think it i think the and the other other thing yeah. is the executives CBS I always say this it's a TV show Gonzaga Duke on Saturday is Record. must is must see TV stop
1: everything yep. stop everything
0: whatever so, you're doing watch just, TV that is a monster ratings Saturday night huge game <laughs> and I can't underestimate the powers that be to sort of make that happen. <laughs> it's a hard one to, to, to believe doesn't happen.
1: It really yep. is. I mean, they played here. Duke yep. played Duke here. And and Dundum. Yeah. Me and Kylie went, it was awesome. The scene By the way, awesome. Duke
0: has only lost one game on a neutral court all year. And that's to Vatek in the yeah. ACC final.
1: Yeah. Um, be,
0: be Kentucky, be Gonzaga. Won two games in the ACC and two games in the NCAA.
1: If you're if you're betting all that narrative, it makes perfect sense. I I think I'm going to go with Texas Tech. I'll book this one. I'm just going to go with the better defensive team. I mean, doesn't mean mm-hmm. it can't win. It's not something I would um, to use a phrase you used earlier. I don't have to do anything pregame. I'm right. not doing anything pregame here. <laughs> it's just too hard. I, I'm taking one in this game. Uh, if you want to look at taking numbers, you can wait because you'll be able to get either team plus four and mm-hmm. that's going to feel a lot better than plus one, you know, yep. but the total, I think you're dead on with that. Like, it would be super surprising if Duke wins and it
0: go, game goes under a hundred percent. It would be, it would be shocking
1: to be quite it, honest. Right. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't be as surprising, but it still would be surprising if Texas tech won and
0: it actually went over. Well, Tech's been on. It's kind of weird, but Tech actually, two of the last three have gone over. Yeah. That's Kansas, I mean. Montana State over Notre Dame under by 21 and points. The Irish 59 53. That's really fresh in everyone's minds. Yeah. And that's why they're taking Tech in the under. Yeah. Um, but Duke, Duke has covered to the over. Duke is eight and two and four over the last 10 and four and one over the last five to the over, including yeah. last game against Michigan State went over by 14 and a half points. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the way that's the way that one looks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Duke agree. in the over, tech in the under. Right. You can correlate it, parlay it, <laughs> do whatever you want with that. Finally, Arizona minus one and a half against Houston tonight. This number has not moved, which is somewhat surprising, maybe a little alarming. I hate that at hook. I was thinking about just taking money line at minus 125, but I can't get it out of my head. That Arizona is gonna have a monster advantage on the on the glass tonight. Houston has a bunch of six foot eight dudes who can jump. Arizona's got a bunch of six ten and six eleven dudes down low who are gonna have a big night, I think, here tonight. Arizona 19 15 and two ATS this year, but Houston's 24 and 12, 9 and 1 over the last 10, 5 and 0. Oh, in must win situations, all neutral courts, all double digit wins for Houston 13, 20, 18, 14, 15, covering numbers of 12 and a half, 14 and a half, three and a half, eight and a half, and three. Houston has not been a dog since the 11th of December when they were catching three on the road at Alabama and they lost the game by one. They're dogs tonight, catching one and a half. I'm taking Arizona at minus one and a half. Kind of back to the stat we talked about yesterday—that teams in the Sweet 16 over the last two years are 11 and five straight up. I can lose this by a one-point win, but I feel like if Arizona wins, they win by two points or more. I'll take the straight-up kind of win, betting in a book <laughs> Arizona minus one and a half.
1: I'll book this one too. This will be. I'm going to just – I'm going with the defense team tonight. I'm going to right or wrong. I think Houston uh, – I think talk talked to a couple of people. I mean, they could be favored in this game. It would not surprise yeah. me if it was won the other
0: way. Some yeah. people have it that way. Yeah. Um, well, Ken, Palm, Ken Palm does. Ken Palm has a, a, has a minus one Houston win. Yeah. So, toss-up. Again,
1: you can do anything you want with this during the game. I think you'll be able to get points. Um. Is this a correlated Arizona and over Houston and under number?
0: Uh-uh. I don't, I don't know. think so. I don't, not as dramatic as Texas tech Houston can <laughs> score if they have to. Now they've been, about- they've been an under team, but Arizona is eight and two to the over, over the last 10, four right. and one to the over, over the last five, right. three and seven for Houston to the over two and three over the last 10, but their game against UAB went over in the first round. Yeah. Cause they lit them up. Right scored 82 82 points on them. Yep. Yeah.
1: I don't think they're getting, I don't think either team's getting 80 today. Really? No. I don't think either team's getting 80 in this one today.
0: The last time Arizona got held to under 80 points was at Colorado when they laid that egg Mm -hmm. and scored 63 points. Since then they've scored 91, 81, 89, 84, 82, 84, 87, 85.
1: Yeah. I don't think they get to 80 today.
0: Interesting. Uh, okay. I,
1: I, I mean, the thing I like most in this game is the under. You know, I always default to the under most of them mm-hmm. anyway. That's just being in a book so long. But I think um, we're going to find out a lot about both of these teams during the course of the game. I saw a lot from Arizona in a <laughs> game that I mean TCU. I still, I mean, you rewatch it. Like TCU could have won, should have
0: won that game. I felt like it was was a foul. It was 75-75. That was a foul. (laughs) It should have been free throws for TCU. Yeah, that was, I mean, you can't. That's why I like Arizona. I I think teams that get, that see their their lives. Yeah. yeah, They see their lives flash before their eyes. They go, oh boy, we almost got knocked out. We're supposed to be a final four contender. That would have been really bad. I think they play with a lot of urgency here tonight. And here's another, another question I've got for this environment. We talked about the Gonzaga environment, Arizona fans travel. So even though this game's in San in San Antonio, yeah. if you're a diehard wildcat fan, chances are you bought tickets to the sweet 16, just assuming your team was going to be there. <clears throat> so, so you kind of jumped ahead and said, Oh, we're going to be there. So I think there's going to be thousands of wildcat fans there tonight. And I don't think there's going to be this big Houston contingency that everyone's projecting for a home court for the Cougars.
1: How far away is Houston and San Antonio?
0: To, uh hour and a half. You don't think people are going to drive? Oh no, they're going to drive. You have to get tickets to get in, though. You gotta, you gotta have tickets. There's going to be a lot of wild. I'm saying there's going to be a lot of Cougar fans there. There's no debate in there. I mean, Houston will will represent big time. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think there'll be enough Wildcat fans there to minimize what could be like a 70-30 building potential.
1: If Michigan are. Even Villanova, either one of those teams. Which team are they rooting for if they stay for the game?
0: I don't know. If you look at Ken Palm, Houston's number two in the country. Arizona's three. So I guess you could say technically, but they were in the final four last year. So it's hard to say like you want to play Houston. That's tough. I think from the fan standpoint, they'll say that though. Probably. Arizona's
1: impressive. Like just again, physically, I mean, there's no team that looks like them. You know,
0: so. Yeah. Get off the know. bus. They scare you yeah, <laughs> when, is... when, when Arizona gets off the bus, you're like, Whoa, okay. Yes. They're, they're definitely intimidation when they come off the bus, but Houston, a little. battled them, you know, yep. they didn't have that size advantage. They battled them though. Oh and no. I... But, but Lampkin was so big for the, for TCU though. He was such a key. Houston doesn't have that. They, they don't have a six foot 11, 300 pound big, right. right? They they have a bunch of six foot eight dudes who can jump and run and play up tempo And hit threes, which what they did all year, which was the one difference for Houston this year under Calvin Sampson than last year. Last year they couldn't shoot and they played great defense. This year they play great defense and they shoot. shoot. Yeah. That's the problem. Right. So that's why I'm I think Houston could win a game to the over tonight. So I don't don't think the correlation is is directly there. This is gonna be on at the
1: same time as the Texas Tech dude game. Two different style of games.
0: But they stagger it, but yes, I know. But like 10 o'clock, this is a 10 o'clock Eastern time start.
1: It's just one you got to have on both. Like, I don't know, like I'm going to go to the Texas Tech one because it's going to end sooner and I'll be able to definitely watch the end of it. I mean, that's what happens when you do this. But I don't want to miss none of this. Like, these are these are really compelling. All four games are, but like the two night ones are super
0: compelling. Yeah, and and then you've got hockey, and you've got basketball, NBA, and yeah, tonight's a tonight's a good sports night. It's a good Thursday night. Tonight's a good night to get the boys and go to a sports bar. Tonight's a
1: working on it.
0: Yeah, just Be go prepared ahead for the text. Working All right. on it. Let me know tonight's yep. tonight's, a good sports, tonight's a good sports bar. tonight's a good sports bar. Debt tonight. So yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it's yeah. a week night. It's a school night. So we'll probably have our run of
0: the mill. No, <laughs> I don't know. A lot of people coming to town for the for this. Like this is. This is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so. Yeah, we'll see. Not as many no. as last weekend, but people no, definitely. hell no. I'm glad <laughs> it, you it's... came, but
1: I told you on Monday. I'm glad you left. It was a <laughs> yeah. long week.
0: Appreciate you being here. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> all right. Favorite thing about today for you. Your car okay now? We all nope. good there? Nope. Oh. No. It, I, I, I dropped it off this
1: morning, and that's my favorite thing about today. Car dealerships, when they tell you the stuff's parts are there please make sure like walk outside and check with the shop if the parts are there because oh that's bad i gave them all nice compliments yesterday yes well so okay so that was fine so now the parts are there so the car is there okay i get there they have a shuttle service they're going to bring me home shuttle guy calls in sick he says i'll get a porter he'll take you home porter calls in i'm sitting there on the phone this morning tweeting and texting people i had a call this morning and i'm just waiting in the waiting room the only guy there and finally he comes out and he says, Dave, I'm over three. Um, and I'm like, All right, it's three and a half miles. If I walk no, I was gonna, I was gonna do it, but it's far. And I was yeah, like, I might be late for the show.
0: If I yeah, wouldn't have been dive. a Uber's so, your friend.
1: I didn't even Bring Uber. You. Grandma came and picked me up. Oh, my okay. mother in law right. came and picked me up. Okay, she don't All drive right. the freeways though. She don't so like it would normally would be a four minute <laughs> trip took
0: 18 because we got to go to streets and, and up by driving. you. The stop signs every two seconds. Stop sign. Stop. Providence is known for it.
1: Uh, it's They're, they're everywhere. Yeah. Stop sign. Stop. Stop sign. Red light. Stop sign. Stop. Stop. Yep. Red light. Like, great. you know, and she's like, do you want to, do you want to stop for coffee or anything? I'm like, no, no. Grandma, let's, let, 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 let's go. I want to go home. So yes, the best thing about today is that I'm going to get my car. I hope. You hope. I'm just waiting for the call to something else. Something. Just, I'm just waiting. I'm prepared for anything. If I get the car today, it'll be a score. That's what I was just getting a text from, from the oldest right now. She's like, I took the other car. Okay. Oh, I no. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Nothing upsets me. Anymore. It's fine.
0: That's good. Yeah. Uh, for me... We are wrapping up the fundraiser. That's why I'm wearing the Daily Juice hat today. Oh, yeah. We're wrapping up the fundraiser for Ronald McDonald House today. We should get the final tally. It will be in the neighborhood of $11,000. Fantastic. And I got two, uh, two confirmation emails this morning from the Ronald McDonald folks house that one person who matched. We were raising five k. One person matched it. Another person came in, said, I'll give you a grand. So we got confirmation that 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 $6,000 has been donated. We will then donate. And then we've had $2,200 donated to local chapters around Ron McDonald House. And then we have the cookie sale, which will be wrapped up today, hopefully, or maybe tomorrow with a final number, which should be somewhere in the neighborhood of $3,000. So we will have somewhere in the neighborhood of $11,000, $12,000 in totality raised over the course of a week. So, yeah, so it's I'm super proud. We raised $5,000 last year. We're going to more than double it this year. And it's just a really rewarding, very cool thing and it's often really fun when the someone who's high up in Ramadan House knows your name and calls you and just says, "Hey, you know, this is remarkable. Year 2 of this. What can we do to help make this bigger? What can we right. do to get behind this and you know, this is great. You guys raised $15,000 now in two years. and So it's just, it's really cool. So it's, it's a very rewarding thing. And it's a, um, it always feels better to give than to receive. Oh, so to be kind of a pied piper of giving to like bring people together and say, Hey, this is, we're going to stream, you know, push our money to this one place and help these families who are going through hell. You never know
1: where, like Something like this starts, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. when I was in college, we did what was called the Penn State Dance Marathon. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. but Never heard of it. It's Okay, so it's raised money for, it's a very similar situation for uh, cancer research. And they did it at the Hershey Medical Center. Nice. So like, we started as fraternities and sororities, we would go and can, which, you know, you hold cans out at corners and ask people to donate. And it started to build up, and then you would have dance marathon would be 48 hours of people in the the fraternity and sorority would just dance for 48 hours. Basically, you had to stay awake on your feet for 48 hours. And it was a big thing to do it because they brought the kids and the families (laughs) who you were donating the money to at the end for the last two hours to pump you up. It was amazing. To help you go. (laughs) Yeah. It started out as, you know... Everybody was doing what they could and and donating money. And then you got corporate sponsors and you got this. It's now the biggest student run philanthropy in the United States. Really? It started as literally just cash and coins and stuff in cans like when I was doing it. And now it's grown to literally millions of dollars are donated every year for this thing. It is gigantic. So, you know, it's year number two. And hopefully, you know, like you're number three, it's all grow more and stuff and like right. that. And who knows where we'll be? And hopefully, we'll be able to help and bring stuff yeah. to it. It's it's a it's just a really really cool thing that you don't always see the end, but yeah. the process getting there is fantastic.
0: Yeah, and I, I, it's something that I'll do probably regardless of whatever I'm doing media wise. This is something that I think I'll continue to do, and. It's just remarkable because the, the company that makes the cookies for the fundraiser, I, I've never met the gentleman and his wife is TJ and Celia, who run Sweet Sea's Bakery in a town in Chicagoland out of Chicago. Never met him. This is now our second fundraiser. She Celia sends go. me. The, we gotta go. I know, meet them. Seriously, right? Celia sends me the list of invoices that she prints out to send out to people because they have to, for their records. It's like literally a stack of like that many pages. It's like wow. a ream, like a ream of paper. Looks she's like, like a here
1: stack of tickets during March Madness. Yeah. Right? Oh she's like
0: here. She's like here are the invoices that we've got for the number of people who have who have you know come in I mean, it's three hundred cookie orders that they come in. So, you know, they got to wow. package them and sell them and you know, they're not making any money on this. It's time. And it's like the first year we completely overran them. She was more, she's like, we're prepared this time. We understand what's going to happen now. So we set aside time and like we've budgeted resources to make sure this can happen. So we're more streamlined this time rather than they were kind of like drinking out of a fire hose last year. Ooh. But it's it's going to be, I mean, the cookies are great. They have a really cool printer that prints these cookies, and so it's. You know, I just got an email right now, so so here we go. So there's only 17 more invoices that need to be paid for us to wrap. So wow, that's that's really cool. So that's good stuff, man. Yep. Yeah, so we'll we'll get well over we'll get over eleven thousand dollars raised uh, for for the Ronald McDonald House. So um, very very cool stuff with with that. All right, guys, we have a ton tomorrow it's friday we've got sweet 16 games we've got the weekend games saturday and sundays to kind of get into we'll preview saturday's games as well as talk about friday's games so we essentially have six games in the tournament to break down on the show tomorrow so you want to be definitely joining us for that reminder on the tiktok and the instagram at bet props if you guys haven't gone and liked oh, and subscribed, do so. Same thing here on YouTube as well. Tell your friends, tell your family. Boston immerses the book back tomorrow for Friday.